we all have a like kind of duty of care and you've got GDPR now you can't be sharing any kind of confidential information with yep. someone so like for example if I tell everybody you take like erectile dysfunction pills oh I told you that in confidence sorry man I don't anyway <laughs> just use two lolly sticks as a splint <laughs> image um <laughs> in a soft date <laughs> welcome to gains and pains with scott mclaughlin and colin mcgibbon in association with just train and a ton of coffee where we get together each week to talk health, fitness, and some absolute nonsense. Nod. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally gave you the nod. Yeah. And headbutted like, the microphone straight four, off the Four, three, bat. two, what not? Nod. Smack. Yeah. We're back. All right. Hey. What's happening? Episode 30. It is. It's quite, it's quite an achievement, the fact that we've not been sued. We've not been stabbed. <laughs> That's probably more we've, of an achievement. Yeah, I mean, we've not really. <clears throat> for how close to the bone we can get, nobody's really. We've never been that bad. Mm. You've, you've ranted about some stuff. Aye. Keto people. Hi, Jenna. Keto people. Cro- well, we don't really. You don't really rant about CrossFit. We don't have. Uh, well, yeah, right about that. Again, I wasn't ranting about the fat kids, I was ranting about the parents. Aye. Aye, it's a fair point, aye. So, you know, we've well, never been good. that bad. Mm-hmm. Give it time. We're still warming up. It's still the first year, and we innit? did get free coffee within 30 episodes. That's that. not bad. That's not bad at all. That's a good return. Once again, local woman coffee. Thank you very much. Thank we you. We'll pay you a visit soon. It's very nice. I'm going to have some just now. Mm-hmm. That's Fourth Valley coffee we're having. Oh, mm, right, okay. Fourth Valley roasters. I'm sure, yeah. Let's get them and send us some free stuff. Hi. <laughs> Anyone else wants to give us free stuff, give us a shout. We'll happily yeah, big you up on the programme. <laughs> that four people listen to yep if he was listening last night huh? when I went in it's really weird man that weird she bit. listens to it when she's training and stuff and I'll like what? I'll drop Lucy off at brownies and that and come back in and I can just hear like our two voices coming from the room with all the gym gear in it and it's like, so wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. you can hear our two voices coming from a room and your wife's in there grunting let's not do that let's not mate, go down that road I mean, mate let's no no I didn't say that you don't have to lower the tone in such a a disgusting fashion. Uh, I mean, no offence, I mean this in the nice possible way, but if I'm ever going to have a threesome, it ain't going to be with you. <laughs> or fee. Yeah, I'm glad we clarified no. that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your wife's alright, mate, you're not invited. Fee. Game on. Colin. Get the kettle on. It's outrageous start to the show. There will be no episode 31. I'm just telling you right now. Right? I'm out. I'm we've, done. We've peaked. And take my computer and I'm going home. Right. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, there won't be an episode. Well, there will be an episode 31, but it won't be for a fortnight because you know, we're all away on holiday next we're week. Away on holiday, aye. The good news of this is we're recording it in advance, so burglars can't burgle our houses while we're away. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> They'll break into the house. You're still sitting there, right? You're on holiday. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, aye, we're both away next week. So Where are you off to? Uh, Port Patrick. Port Patrick, very nice. Yeah, it's a few days with the, the kid. Hey. Fees get work commitments. Oh, is it just you and Fee? Yeah. Oh, sorry, just you and Lucy? Yeah, Fee's away to Germany. To oh. see the Germans. Ah, the Germans. They're going to be shy, though. Aye, she's going to Berlin. 
off. Sunday to Tuesday with work. So me and the goose are going oh, golfing, mm, bitch. Nice <laughs> break out my golf wanker trousers. <laughs> Seriously, man. I've had quite a response about those trousers. I should really put a picture up of me wearing them. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to see just, them. Just bear, is it? Just bear? What? No, we've got we've got bear <laughs> sniffing behind me at the door right now. Oh, right, okay. We'll see if he's... The dog must be knackered, man. He's been running about mental for 10 uh, minutes. You took him for a big shit there and he came back just bouncing off the wall. I didn't walk. specifically take him for a big shit. I just They've took him for a walk. As Kathleen says on our 70th, you can't beat a good jobby. <laughs> it's just something satisfying about it. And Kathleen, you're absolutely right. Sound advice. I just... Oh. I mean, I'll tell Kirsty as well. I'll come out for the toilet and I'll be like, oh, that was a good one. That was satisfying. I feel... I feel cleansed. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. I th- the novelty's well enough for me. I tend to do them quite a lot. I do. I poop a lot. No, no, no. I think it's good, especially now, because I'm eating a lot. I do a lot no, of poops. No, I don't. I don't no, there's no, for me, there's no sort of thing as a bad poop, apart from maybe one that feels like a pineapple. A bit stingy, a bit nippy. I can don't, I don't like that. I mean, if we're, to- if we're telling poop stories, right? Are we telling poop stories just now? Why not? Right? Went, went for a, a poop in school yesterday. Right, I genuinely thought I had like prolapsed or had some kind of massive internal bleeding. What? <laughs> Turns out I, we had beetroot for dinner the night before, <laughs> and it was just all the diet of the beetroot. <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty, mate. <laughs> so uh, you do know you're not the first person. Everybody talks about ah. Well, what's the only thing scarier than having like when you t- start taking like a multivitamin or vitamin C it's like radioactive pee oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pure, bright orange you piss start yeah. eating more beetroot like, yeah <gasps> see, that, see here's an interesting fact there's only like one in a small number of people that actually happens to like piss wise usually out the back absolutely but see uh, beetroot affecting the colour of your mm. piss that's a very small percentage of the, the populace that happens to I did I listened, not know that. I found that out last week and another much higher quality podcast than ours No Such Thing As A Fish. <laughs> Which is very good. You should all go and check it out. Really I, can't, I can't believe that you are saying there's a better quality podcast out there than us. Well, realistically, mate. You're a dick. There is, I'm afraid. Sorry. No. No, they, no. They, they go on national, international tours and all that. They've been about for a lot longer than us, though. Give it time. Exactly. We, we can tour soon. We will be legends. Imagine yeah. we can have a live show. Oh, nobody would want to see that. Live show coming from someone's living room. <laughs> Featuring li- Colin Scott and a dog. <laughs> live show of this podcast anytime someone's in here training with us. Aye. <laughs> it's just the same shit. Although Brian said he's interested in coming on. Do you know, I said that to him last week. He said, when you get you on, mate? And he no. wasn't against it. No, Usually he'd be like, get to fuck, fucking... I'm just a fat ginger Asshole's taxi man. driver. Yeah. <laughs> not doing that he seems quite keen for it now. He does so. see, it's the fame. It's, the, it's the, the promise of fame getting to him. Ever since Debbie came in and jammed in that day and went like, oh, are you Brian? Mm. Oh my God. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Celebrity Brian. I know. So yeah, Deb- well. Debbie, you made him feel special. That's it. That's what you do. Right. So that's the plan, right? Yeah. After the holidays are over, new training block, which we'll talk about next time as well. Yeah. We'll line up some new guests, mm-hmm. get some get some peeps in to talk to, because you've got some people. I've got some, some people. Contacts. Pull some strings in there. Yeah. So today... Just to kind of round off the term before we all bugger off for yes. a week, uh, we, we you put a thing in Instatwat last night, didn't you? Aye, they got the a last phenomenal minute. response. <laughs> phenomenal response of hee haw. Hee haw. You guys. You put it on at like 10 uh, o'clock last night. <laughs> mate, I could barely function after yesterday's <laughs> train. <laughs> I went up the road. 
and I'll lay down and I'll get up, do the housework, tidy the house, get your holiday insurance sorted. And about two hours pass by and I'm still lying there staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Bear's lying next to me and I'm kind of looking at him going, do you want to tidy up, pal? <laughs> and he's kind of looking at me and like, what? I'm a dog. And I'm like, I'm just going to shut my eyes. At which point I thought, oh, shit, I better get tidied up. My wife's coming home soon. <laughs> Is he tidy up? You mean put your pants back up? Yeah. Delete your, <laughs> delete your browser history. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so instead of people writing in with questions because you didn't you didn't yeah. thanks for that what we're going to do we're going to have a, a quick fire on the spot ask coach ooh yeah <clears throat> how long do I have to reply for each one just as long quick, as you like mate okay. I don't care at this point honestly hold on wait a minute what we got now time's it never mind sweaty palms I'm getting a dry mouth I need some coffee oh aye oh I forgot to press play and stopwatch um, yeah so Frequently asked fitness-based questions, right? Because it's, it's good. To be fair, albeit that we're throwing this shit together at the last second because we're wildly underprepared, it's actually quite good now, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's lots of good questions here that people will want to hear about, mm. probably. <laughs> it's just like, I'm trying to be highly professional Google search for frequently asked fitness questions. If there's any of these questions, right? Now, I don't know these questions in advance. No, you don't. Because uh, Colin's a bit of a dick at times. A bit of a dick. Okay, a complete nutter. Thank you. Um, if there's any questions that uh, all three listeners out there think, ooh, I think I quite fancy Scott elaborating that a bit. Elaborating? Elaborating. Elaborating a bit more in that or get a bit more depth. Actually contact us. And we will. Anyone who's got any questions about anything, whether it's important or not, or relevant or not, give us a shout because mm. we just like to chat. Yep. Um, John, we can't help you with your sex life, so sorry. Was that a, a genuine question? Yeah. Does he need to help, I? Aye. Big man. Can I get access to those pills for him? Well, you know, see what we can do. Pull some strings. <laughs> right. You ready? I was I about to say hit me, but the last time we done that, you punched me. I and did actually hit myself you. with coffee. That was amazing. So, um, fire away. <laughs> I feel like I should get my wee right and wrong buzzer sound ready for this. Right, question one. Are nuts healthy? <laughs> 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 Can we clarify which nuts to that is? McLaughlin, Oxford. Right. Clarify nuts. <laughs> well, um, if we're talking nuts as in getting your nuts like sex, then yes, absolutely, they're healthy because who will recommend having a good healthy sex life? No, nuts, that's an interesting one because the industry went quite funny going, yeah, nuts are good to snack on. Aye, a small handful of nuts. You then get people sitting with a bag of KP nuts yeah banging them in them right like nobody's business and they go oh, I don't understand why I put on £17 this week well because you ate an extra 15,000 calories you muppet having 18 bags of KP nuts the they are they are pretty high calorie content aren't yeah, they yeah mega high calorie content basically because of kind of high, fat, high in fats yeah. what's really concerning is that a lot of them they'll go that oh you can have peanut butter as a source of protein I love peanut butter aye it's amazing right I'm all about the PB and J just now mm. but what happens is everybody goes oh yeah nuts for protein nuts for uh, put peanut butter and stuff in yeah that's cool but the problem is it's primarily a fat source yeah so it's going to be higher in calories yep so if you're looking at it as a healthy choice make sure that you're factoring in the high calorie count so from my point of view just now, right, 
I'm eating, uh, I'm not shifting tons of peanut butter, obviously, but I've been going through like a reasonable sized jar mm-hmm. a week, a week and a half, Aye. right? So, but I'm trying to put you're on trying, weight you're and I'm trying to like take in calories, so yeah. that's all right. And it's not like I'm, uh, so it's not horrendously bad. No. Because I'm burning a fuck ton in here all the time, so. Aye. But if you're just sitting reasonably sedentary, smashing your way through a jar of sun pat every day, it's going to have consequences. Yeah, Aye. Right. you're going to... Never mind the sun pie, you'll be more like Pat Butcher by the end of the afternoon. Hey! Oh, you're... <laughs> Ricky! Down in the square! It's, aye, no. You... People totally, like, like anything, oh, um, say, reduce your carbs to help lose weight. Oh, so everybody goes into zero carbs. Yeah. Everybody who does it to an extreme peanut butter is just another one of them. Yeah, it's just little and all, little, little bit at a time. And they go like, oh yeah, peanut butter in my smoothie, right? That's cool. A spoonful. Yeah. Not a jar. Aye. Everything in moderation. And if you are real and really focused, track the calories. Aye, well, there's so many. We've talked to these before, all these fitness pal and all the rest of it. There's well, no excuse much? for not doing it if you Aye. want to. And it's Again, it's that idea of are nuts healthy? Yes, in sensible amounts. Are they healthier than a packet of Skittles? Absolutely. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's the healthier choice. Mm-hmm. But like anything, if you eat bags and bags of them, it's going to have a consequence. Aye. Same as anything else. I mean, there's no sort of thing as a good food and a bad food. Yeah. Because as one, I think to think of it in good and bad, you're kind of demonising certain foods, and then for the kind of the kind of perspective, I hate eating in your kind of mental perspective how you, how you approach food I mm-hmm. don't think it's that very healthy not very, not very healthy or positive whereas if you think of foods as in like calorie dense and nutrient dense mm-hmm. so think of a pizza <laughs> low in nutrients yep. high in calories yes chicken and broccoli for example low in calories high in nutrients so it's finding that balance of are you getting what you need yeah for your diet and it, that's the project rather than I go oh. and Kirsty says oh that's a, that's, bad, that's a bad dinner isn't it went, what makes it bad well it's just get, there's a lot of carbs in it well is that factor into your day aye then it's not bad right there's no such thing as a bad meal yeah well unless somebody does a well done steak These people shouldn't be allowed to eat steak yeah. as far as I'm concerned yeah, exactly next Fine. question moving on right okay Um Number two, how much rest should you have between workouts? How long should people rest between workouts? There we go. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, dep- um, it depends on the individual. It depends on the training plan. Uh, it depends on where you are in your training cycle. So if you've got a total newbie that's never exercised, then a couple of days, get them. Train Monday, rest Tuesday, train Wednesday. Wrestlers, they train Friday, right. for example. But even then, that might be too much for dependent on the beginner. Yeah. Because if you've got your newly qualified PT that spends these days talking about, you know, we're going to do phase potentiation, uh, we need to activate the muscles, blah, 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 trying to quote all his textbooks so that he sounds more important yep. than he really is, all he's going to be concerned about is getting this new client in and breaking them. Yeah. So that they crawl out the gym. He posts it up on Instagram, them lying on the floor in a pile of their own sweat. Here's this great finisher. Yeah. No, no, no. What, what, what? Finisher? Okay. <laughs> so your mindset is that one workout at a time. If you're trying to get a client to move more, the idea is you don't break them to the point that 
they're then bedridden for the next four days. Oh, that's the, that's the January gym goer issue, Aye. isn't it? People come out and smash it like constantly for three weeks in a row Aye. and break themselves and chuck Aye. it. So, Joe Newby or Jane Newby would need to do, would need more rest. As soon as you can start to feel better again, go and exercise, and then build up. Um, if you're more experienced, what you can do is you can you can shorten the window down. You might be able to train five days in a row. Where that where you need to be smart with that is, are you training the same muscle groups every single day? Yeah. Well, right. Okay. Do you want to hear what the answer is here? Um, that depends on the type of workout and the intensity. Within three hours, if they are training for endurance, 48 hours if training for hypertrophy, or upwards of two weeks if they are training for strength. What? Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. General rule of thumb is to leave three days between body parts for weights and 24 hours for cardio. So, that all seems quite a long time for me. Mm-hmm. Are they meaning like the the two week upwards of two weeks? Like if you've done a max weight deadlift or something like Eddie Hall's half a ton, Aye. he's going to wait two weeks before he lifts a deadlift again. Don't start ranting about Eddie Hall. Keep it, keep it, <sighs> keep concentrating. I mean, like I've never heard anything like that in my life. Yeah, that seems pretty excessive because because the thing is, me and you can do the same routine. My boobies can feel fine. Your boobies can be torn for days. Yeah just done in or likewise your legs can feel fine I'm like, man I can't walk for three days yeah. Look, so everybody's different what you need to look at is it's not so much people look at it oh, how much time should I have off between the exercises the time isn't essentially important mm-hmm. what is important is hydration food and sleep yeah if you get those three right you're probably you're going to recover quicker yeah plus you know I mean <sighs> The, the, the easy answer is to say leave it till you feel good again and then go back in but I mean if you're doing like serious training you're always going to be a bit achy you got muscle stiffness mm-hmm. and stuff I find half the time when I come in here I'm still sore for the day before a couple of, usually worse Aye. a couple of days before for me um, but once you're in and you've stretched well, off and you've yeah. loosened up and you're moving again once you start training you feel much better afterwards Aye. and during and it's, it's so. that active recovery is, a lot of people think oh I'm going to rest now so they sit in their backside watching I literally watching. just sit and seize up Two two like box sets on Netflix. Yeah. And don't move. No, no, no. Active. Go for a walk. Yep. Do do a different sport. For example, get the body moving, and you'll feel better for it. Yeah. Um. One of the things that I'm looking forward to using this harness. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm looking forward to that. I see how cool. that goes. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Again, just something a little bit different. Yep. Um. But again, I think the rest period thing is. People talk about work capacity. Work capacity isn't really how much work you can fit in mm-hmm. in a training session it's what is the level of work you can do that allows you to recover properly for your next session yeah so if you can do say for example 1000 push ups today and 48 hours you've got another set of push ups to do yep if you're broken and you can't do it you don't have work capacity for 1000 push ups if you can do 500 and in two days time you can do another 500 and you're okay yeah you've got work capacity of 500 push ups so it's it's the ability to recover is more vital than the actual ability to break yourself. Yeah, it's dead easy to break yourself. <laughs> What's the point, though? Right, okay, cool, moving on. Um, all right, we'll come back to number three. Ooh. Where to start? Who should, <laughs> who, should, who should the average person talk to about which exercise programme would be best for them? 
Which I think is the best one of them, right? So like if you were if you are yeah Joe or Joanne newbie gym goer wanting to start a program on the second of January, what's your best plan? Is it to sign up for your local global gym, hit up Men's Health, go online, headbutt the changing room wall like you just did? Your belly light switch. Oh, is it the light switch? Yeah, belter. Even better. So I mean, because like there, there's a, 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 a an unlimited world of options there on yeah. the internet. You know what I mean? And you can type in. What can I do to get fit? And you get like fucking lists like 10. this. Ten point five million now. results. Aye. Yeah. The the first thing is, in order to know what you're gonna do. For me, fitness. If you want to sound a bit deeper, fitness is your journey. You've got to know where where, do you, where is your destination. Because if you know that you want to get from here to Ireland, you've got to understand a couple of things. One, can you drive to Ireland? No, because there's water. So you need to understand you can you can drive for a bit, but you're gonna need a boat or a plane. Mm-hmm. So same in your fitness journey. Like what do you want to actually achieve, and what's required for it? Yeah. Then for me, look at what is required, and who are the people that are the experts in the field. So again, using the kind of travel to Ireland analogy, if you're traveling and it's over going overseas, right? You need somebody that can drive to get to the airport for example you need somebody that can fly a plane all those bits so again it's look for the coaches that are experts in that area right. if you want to lose weight losing weight is an interesting one because you can go to you can go to a slimming club mm-hmm. arseholes um, you can go to a gym yep you can get a nutritionist yep a PT there's loads of different options you've got to think what approach suits you best are you wanting to just do it with your diet? If it's just diet based, then probably a nutritionist is best. Yeah. Um, there's some cracking coaches out there that do the kind of meal plans and stuff for you and these guys are probably the best ones to speak to. If you're wanting to do lose weight with, but <clears throat> improve your fitness, then get a PT. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could try and see if you can combine a PT with a nutritionist. If you're looking to get strong you wouldn't hire an endurance runner. Yeah. So you'd hire like <clears throat> strength and conditioning coach. And it's funny, there's a guy and I always kinda we always kinda rile each other up. But he actually made a good point the other day there that so many people they're willing to spend hundred and fifty pounds a pair of trainers, mm-hmm. hundred and twenty pounds a new weightlifting belt, and pay a big gym membership, but then they grudge spending anywhere from Twenty to fifty pounds on a personal trainer just to get a bit of information that's yeah. going to accelerate their learning curve. That's it. It's People spend, as you say, they spend a fortune on the gear they wear to go to these gyms, Aye. but then they just go and plod about on a treadmill because they don't actually know what they're doing. What's the point in having these fancy weightlifting shoes if you don't know the basics about squatting? Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, I've got a Ferrari in the drive. Cool, driver's license. Yeah, no. But then that again, that's kind of part of the the curse of modern media and society, and mm. that. You've got Instagram, you've got YouTube, where you've got oh, hundreds of different people telling you hundreds of different ways to do the same thing. Aye. And it's the same in music. I see it all the time when I'm working in kids, with kids and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you go and say, right, do this. So, oh, but I looked at that online and this guy's telling me to do something different. And it's like, well, yeah, because they're different. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's going to have their own way of doing things. But yeah. I suppose it's just about going out and doing your homework and finding what's best for you. So if you've got that kind of hands-on so to speak in an appropriate way approach with a coach or a PT um, 
then they're going to see you and how you move because yeah. everyone moves differently it's Aye. all very well going the old YouTube search how to squat they can show you the mechanics of it but they're not seeing you Aye. so you might think you're copying what they're doing on the oh. screen but if you're doing it wildly wrong then you're just going to mess yourself up yeah I mean I was speaking to Tony yesterday and he was telling me he was away at a kind of judo um, weekend down in Inverclyde Sports Centre in Larks and he was saying there was this top top Japanese coach teaching him the basic step and it was like a left overhand grip or something right I can't remember the exact terminology and he said to one of the coaches after day two I everything he's taught has been based on that grip and he went no it wasn't and he's like aye he's been grabbing on everything everything has been based off from this grip I didn't notice right and you're thinking probably the foundation thing this guy's trying to teach a principle so most week most seminars are to drill a particular principle yeah. um, and you're thinking this guy's teach, spent two days teaching say 70 coaches of all high rank and master level mm-hmm. for example the basic print and they can't even see the way the guy's holding in terms of they've not picked they've not even picked up the basics yeah and you're going well wait a minute and it's that's not the coach's fault it's a person doing it it's like if you're going to a weekend and he even Tony summed up as well oh, so many of these guys are like right I want you to try step him with your left foot first then right and then straight away the coach would, the coach that was teaching that would walk away and have to step in with the right foot yeah. to the left I don't like doing it that way I prefer doing it this way well, why are you a weekend to learn if you're not willing to Aye, that's down open to the, your that's mind up a little bit not yeah. to be close minded and an Aye. asshole about it all um, yeah. and it's like that with your training you've got to think what do you want to do and who can help who can help you achieve that the best way Yeah. I wanted to get better at kettlebells now no disrespect to anybody in the UK but you're all pish I can see that. I don't know anything about kettlebells. I don't care. If you want to get better at kettlebells, do you go to the U- do you go to somewhere in the UK where the level at the time when I was studying it was really really low, right? Or you spend a little bit of time and effort and money and travel to Russia, yeah, and learn from the best. That's taking it to kind of extreme lengths in your case because you do that at kind of almost like professional level to a degree, right? Nah, kind of low degree. Um, well, like Joe Public. Who wants to just start? Like you, you've never done any kind of training before yeah. in your life, right? You just go. Do you know what? I want to get a bit fitter. I want to lose a bit of weight. I want to get a bit stronger. Maybe that, that's the thing. Like ninety percent of people, they're going to start training or doing exercise to lose weight, and they or to get a bit slimmer. Like once you get into it, you might then train specifically for strength or size mm. or whatever else. But most people are going. Do you know what? We bit of this around the middle. I'd quite like to lose that. So is their best option then? to find a good PT for even a few sessions just to get them on the right track. I mean, if you, you're saying a bit, I mean, I, I spent a lot of money travelling to Slovenia and Russia twice. Um, so you can go, that's one extreme. But if again, forget the kind of time and the money of aspect of it. Take the principle of seek out the best available coach that you can get for whatever you can afford, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're wanting to get fit, you can go into a gym, you can pay... 10 or a month for exercise for less. You get some wee level 2 guy done a two-day course going, oh, right, you're going to do the machine. Monday, I want you to go around all these machines in this order. Aye. On Tuesday, you're going to do it in reverse. There's no, there's, there's, there's no intelligence behind that setup whatsoever. Yeah. Um, what you could do is put away a couple of, maybe say, 100 quid pay for a couple of PT sessions, learn how to do the basic lifts, squat, 
deadlift, swing a kettlebell, bench press, shoulder press, mm-hmm. and a core exercise, right? Four, five, five, six exercises. Get them, and then see if you learn to do that right. Go away. Get the information, get a training plan off the internet. The internet's full of them. And work with the training plan, because as long as you know how to do the exercise correctly, you've been in a pretty good position. Yeah. Whereas you get these people that have spent maybe a couple of hundred pounds in the course of a year on their gym membership and they're still no further forward. Mm-hmm. They still can't squat properly. They still can't hinge. They don't have a clue how to brace their core and they don't know about the right breathing when you're going, spend the money, invest in that bit first. Yeah. But before you buy a car, what do most people do? Learn how to, they, they hire a driving instructor. Yeah. Learn how to drive the damn thing first. Same with your body. Before you go and start paying for a big gym membership, hire a coach doesn't need to be for 10 years, but hire a coach and learn how to squat properly. Yep. And the best thing, ask your coach or PT, right, when when I start to when I start to struggle a wee bit, oh, like back squats, when I start to struggle, I start to lean forward slightly. Mm-hmm. My, hip, my head stays down and my hips come up. Ah, right, okay. Your back and your core's weak or your upper back, your mid to upper back's weak. All right, how do I strengthen that up? Right, I'll show you the exercise. Yep. A good coach will show you the exercise and will be able to explain what 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 you need to do to get past that plateau. Yeah. Any coach, uh, I just need to squat more. Run, just run. Aye. That's it. Yeah. So worthwhile seeking out good advice to start with. Yep. Even if it's just for a block of however many sessions ah, to get sessions, you in the right track. Yeah, I get the ball rolling. Get that solid. Because once you have that solid foundation, then you can kind of go away and investigate more stuff mm. yourself. Whereas I, if you're just going in, not knowing what to do in any way, because I've been there myself, in the old Healthlands, whatever it was, you just get your genetic programme, talked about this before, you just I, go through the motions, see no results, and then chuck it. And then go, oh, okay. And again, that's back in the day when there wasn't quite such access to information and stuff. But even ah. then, having like even... Before the internet, yeah, like I, I, once I started training with Jerry and stuff, initially having that solid, just like here's how you squat, here's how you deadlift, here's how you do this. Um, then you go off and do your thing, and yeah, I, I did start well, starting strength and all the rest of it. Went on to do five, three, one, and stuff, and it sees you through a massive big yeah. stretch of time, you know. And then when you hit that again, you can that will get you. So you can start off. Like I say, hitting the head off a brick wall, thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to keep doing it. That blind ignorance. Yep. Or then, like you say, learn how to do a few of the lifts. Yep. Then you can follow some online training Aye. plans and get some good results with that. Yeah, yeah totally. Then when that starts to plow off, you go, right, what do I need now? Okay, wee bit more coaching. Well, that's it. You can then go back and get some Aye. more coaching, get mm-hmm. some d- specifically designed plans and I had a guy, and Mark, stuff. for about eight years who would come in one month of PT his self-discipline and motivation was off the chart. It yeah. was phenomenal. So driven, determined and all that. He was a great guy to train. Mm. And, but I, I, I just need, I know how to do the exercises, but it's coming up with the ideas and knowing what I need to train. Yeah. Right, okay. That's fine, show him what to do. Right, here, go with this. Six months later, right, I've really plateaued with that. I want to focus on this now. Yep. What do you recommend? A few PT sessions, show him what to do. There you go. And that's what we do. We just come in as almost like kind of like a consultation give me, can you give me a wee bit of advice aye there you go great and that was it that's what you want alright moving on next here's a quick one should I disclose my medications to my fitness trainer in a word yes yes why <laughs> and this is a major bugbear because it's very important it's extremely important because this, this just says absolutely yeah if you don't 
You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest possible terms. He doesn't. He thinks you're a fucking idiot. No, I, do, I really do. Because, now, I'm not saying you walk into gym and go, hey, coach, I'm on this, 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 and this. Because you might not want to share it publicly, right? That's fine. Message your coach and go, hey, get any chance I could grab you for five minutes before the session today? I just need to explain some. I'm on some medication. Just want to explain it to you. I want to keep it private. We all have a... Well, I kind of duty of care and you've got GDPR now you can't be sharing any kind of confidential information about yep. someone so like for example if I tell everybody you take like eric- erectile dysfunction pills oh I told you that in confidence sorry man I don't anyway <laughs> <laughs> just use two lolly sticks as a splint image um, <laughs> thumb in a soft date <laughs> armadillo <laughs> armadillo um, aye so if you don't you don't need to share it publicly but just explain to your coach the reason being medication ultimately it's it creates a chemical response in your body yeah all food food is a drug everything anything that you consume is essentially like a drug or medication or anything at all, food included, it creates a chemical response in the body. That chemical response can then create other chemical responses. So if you're taking, it's a, there's an anti- antidepressant called sertraline. If you, I think that's how you pronounce it. Now, you might not want to disclose that you're taking antidepressants. You don't need to get into that conversation. It is not the PT's place to go, so Colin, why are you depressed? Please tell me yeah. more. It's, if you want to open up about it and go, mate, any chance for a wee chat? Feel about it. That's fine. Yeah, Which a lot cool. of people will. Yeah. Uh, some people don't want to share it, but you can just go, oh, by the way, I'm on, by the way, Scott, I'm taking sertraline, okay? I'm on so many milligrams. Right, okay. First thing a PT should do is check side effects. Mm-hmm. One of them is it massively affects your blood pressure and pulse. Yeah. So it can be that you're doing a really simple exercise and all of a sudden your heart rate rockets or your blood pressure plummets. You need to know this because if your client blacks out mid-rep in a back squat deadlift and they've got next to a dumbbell rack yeah. or squat rack and they go down like a ton of bricks, that ain't going to be good fun. Nope. So share, share that wee bit of information. Don't go into detail. Just tell them the medication you're yeah. on. Do a bit of research as well. If, if you're taking a med- if you're taking a particular type of medication, do research on the side effects, mm-hmm. and not just the general side, but does it have side effects when exercising? Yeah. Um, know that because it's going to give you so much more power for when you do your approach your training. Yeah. And to give to your coach as well. Alright, so as a coach or a PT, you'd be asking, like in advance, if anyone's on any kind of medication. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know, like, sort of bigger gyms and stuff like that, they'll have your I do park it, but waivers and all, all the rest of it just to say are you on any medication yeah. do you have any heart problems but it's amazing I had one guy in Mold Gym who filled in his park and never mentioned <clears throat> the fact he had a heart defect really any heart problems no what any breathing problems no any conditions no he ticked no to everything then he nearly blacked out one night I'm like, oh, that doesn't, oh, like oh it's probably that heart problem I've got it's hereditary <laughs> it's, killed, it's killed like two of my brothers and stuff what what? So why did they not fill in? Oh yeah, basically this um uh, the valve 
the valve on one of the parts of my heart just doesn't, it kind of, it jams shut and doesn't open again, so the pressure builds up and then I black out. What the fuck? Sorry. But I went and checked the form, you didn't, oh, I don't really, I don't like admitting it. Oh. <laughs> it's not really the point. <laughs> you know what? You kind of, it's kind of important. Aye. What? Who likes taking their car for an MOT? No. Because it always goes ding, ding, ding for money. Right? But it's kind of important. It's kind of vital. Yes. You want to know that when you get in that car, it's safe to drive. You're not going to be doing 70 mile down the M8 and the engine explodes on you. So, aye. Tell your coach or tell whoever it is that you're training with you're on medication and the side effects. It's important, people. Do yes. it. Don't be a dick. Right, number six. Keep it brief. How important is nutrition? Okay, okay, right, I'll right, elaborate. Right, right. How important is nutrition if someone works out consistently? Because this is the thing. Because people are like, I train six days a week. I can, I can eat, eat what I fucking one. want. What's the, what's the quote? You can't out-train a bad, bad diet? diet? Yeah. There you go. So there, there may be the genetic super freak that where they can, but 99.99999% of the time, yep. is a single, you are what you eat. Yep. Now... If you've ever eaten really, really clean for like a month or so, and then you go and have a chippy, how do you feel? Shite. Shite. You feel terrible, you feel horrible, sluggy. Yep. You feel the grease sitting at the pit of your stomach. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, nutrition is vital important. It's, you can, uh, for me, you go back and say, right, how important is breathing? What? That's a stupid question, right? Exactly. People think nutrition is just this kind of, oh, it doesn't matter. No, 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 nutrition. I'm training all the time. I'm doing all the exercise. Well, so what? You, and I've said to folk, like, all right, okay. So as long as you exercise all the time, you could be going to snort a line of coke and take some eggs at the weekend. Yeah. Oh, no, that's just ridiculous. No, it's to an extreme level, but if we again go back to the whole food as a drug, because you consume, you consume this thing, it creates a chemical reaction in your body. That thing could be a line of coke. It could be an ecstasy tablet. It could be a steak or a chicken or a... Yeah vegan sausage roll for all you vegans out there <laughs> so it's aye it's important you need to if you if you want to feel good if you want to move well and if you kind of want for the choice of Eddie Hodder longativity <laughs> or like everybody else if you want longevity and whatever it is you do you want to put the right fuel in the body yeah. you, don't, you don't go and buy a Ferrari oh I knew it was coming I knew it was coming I was waiting for it what, the car analogy yeah you don't buy a Ferrari that runs on petrol and, st- and pump it full of diesel. It's, it just doesn't make sense. Yes. So, eat well. There and we you go. know what? We're not saying it. never have a biscuit or a chocolate bar or a donut. Ah, again, it's like anything that's like moderation, isn't it? Aye. I've got you donuts today, by the way. What? Why? Does that treat you for a donut? I'm torn about this now. I'm trying to be relatively clean. A jam donut. The icing on it. I'm going to eat it during my squats then, mate. I thought because you'll be tired and sleepy after training. I don't want you blacking out. <laughs> it's a slippery slope now, man. This is how this is how you touched 100 kilos, mate, with the post-training donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, should I work out when under stress? Is it a good idea to work out when feeling mentally stressed? Oh, very good one. This says <clears throat> yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Well... <clears throat> Yes and no. 
what you need to do is you need to choose an easy fun workout an achievable workout if you're stressed highly strung wired to the moon and uh, you go and do a workout say where you're going to come in and do a max effort deadlift now remember when I was training Sonia mm-hmm. anytime we were she's like oh, well, I want to try and get my deadlift up 100 kilos right let's go today and like no now's not the right time next session no now's not right next session yes so what was the difference and I went the first two sessions you were stressed out your box you're not going to look you're not going to have the mental capacity to put everything into that so what you do is you just do a general workout to get the endorphins going don't get the dopamine hit feel good feel funky de-stress nothing too complex nothing too difficult just enough that you get moving get sweating feel good yeah if you put somebody into a workout where you set up the possibility of so much failure Mm -hmm. that's just going to add to their stress yeah I find maybe not stress I don't really do stress so much to be honest (laughs) I'm not a massive stressy kind of guy Um, but if you're having a bit of a shiter or you're a bit grumpy or whatever coming in smashing some weights about yeah great energy Uh, release yeah I mean makes you feel immediately mm, better yep just it's just a good way to just kind of relief tension isn't it uh-huh. and it's looking at it as almost like a therapy yeah it's looking at it in the right way but if you're coming in you're mega stressed if you do something that's going to put you it's going to bring your mood down even further mm-hmm. don't do it yeah go for a walk yeah well that's the thing a lot of people uh, runners weirdos um, like just like they just go and run take yeah. their mind off everything just mm-hmm. like just concentrate and just putting one foot yeah. in front of the other and running I can kind of almost see that if running wasn't the single most boring thing in the world yeah. if you look at the the Braverman test and it looks at your personality type for type right. of training yeah when my, during my back injury my, my scoring on that totally went against what my previous score was right because with the kind of stress and the kind of feeling miserable with all I never dimensioned the capacity to push myself in terms of getting to that really uncomfortable stage, blown out my backside. Yep. The kind of really, really pushing me heavy lifting. I just liked coming in and do some bench press and go. Because yep. I could do it pain free, no consequences, and just go quite happy. Yeah. Whereas when I'm feeling good, no stress, my body's moving well, give me more endurance work because I can I can mentally push myself further with that. Right. When I was going through my divorce at the beginning it was brutal the kettlebells I tried to compete in that I, I said that I could do I could normally lift for example I could do 232s for 10 minutes mm-hmm. I was coming in picking up a pair of 16s and I was getting to a minute and throwing them in the ground yeah I never had the mental capacity I just mentally you're not there yeah and it's interesting because I'm reading the book Never Let Go by Dan John it's right. awesome ah, you were talking about you, whether you like training or not get it it's a brilliant read right um, and he talks about some people call it free will, some people can call it their motivation, whatever. And he talks about why some people achieve more than others. And he talks about uh, people go, like, oh, it must be great to be like a prisoner because they get to just train all day and that's why they've got... To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe the axe murderer might not think the same than locked up in a jail cell with Big Bubba. Uh, <laughs> and what it is is the fact that his cup of free will or his motivation... If you if you take your you've got your day job so you're up in the morning you've got to get the kids ready and off to school that takes about your cup of motivation because you've already you've had to focus on them 
Then you're stuck in traffic. That takes a bit, that empties a bit more out. Then you're stuck in work, dealing with an asshole of a boss all day. Mm. Could be asshole punters and customers. That takes a bit more out. Then you're stuck behind at work. Then you're stuck in traffic on the way home. By the time you go home, the kids are screaming. You've got to get me. At nine o'clock at night, you're finally getting a chance to maybe go out to the garage and do your workout or yeah. go to the gym. How much motivation or free will do you have left in your cup? Zero. Zero. So you're not going to do it. Yep. And it's that way that, why is the prisoner so dedicated to train? Because somebody makes his meals, somebody tells him when he's to eat, somebody tells him when he's to go to sleep. He doesn't yeah. need to think. So his cup's full. His cup's weren't to go. He's like, right, I've always, I'm good to go. Plus he needs to get really strong to fight off all the prison rapists and that. In the showers, yeah. shank somebody. I mean, you've got to, or you've just got to be, make sure you've got flexibility. It's good to reach that bar of soap off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, each to their own and all that, do you I, know what I mean? But, but I, it's, it's, it's having a, that kind of discipline in the drive for it that if yeah. you need to look at the factors that's going to motivate you or what's going to cause you not to be motivated remove them yep and get stuck in cool there we go nice one alright on a similar note to something you almost said there <laughs> why do some people lose weight faster than others is it true that some people naturally lose weight faster than others Um. naturally Oh, I've got him on the spot here. This is good. It's, something to think of oh, it's, it's quite a controversial one because you can. There's so many kind of caveats to it and so many tangents we can go off of here. But don't. ultimately, no, no, don't. We don't have a time. Alan loves a good tangent, doesn't he? The if you if all things are equal, no. The answer is simply no. If if you are if you've got your twin and you two are genetically the uh-huh. same, no, it's whoever's doing it. Whoever's doing it accurately. Yeah. Um, where things do come in are you on a type of medication that affects your body it could be your thyroid uh, but ultimately some people that go oh I don't understand myself and Sarah we're doing the same diet and um, she's she's lost 10 pounds and I've only lost 3 yeah you're probably finding you're snacking on a chocolate bar in the mid afternoon <laughs> Sarah's just been better Sarah than you. been disciplined people that go oh I track all my food accurately no the chances are no 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 I'm dead I don't understand why I'm putting weight on I'm in a calorie deficit no no you're not you're not doing right. You think you're moving more? Like, Kirsty um, turned around and said, oh, I move loads at work. I'm really active. Mm-hmm. So, I got her one of those wee kind of, uh, one of the Huawei kind of Fitbit style watches. Yep. And at work, she averages about three and a half thousand steps a day and she's like, oh. Yeah. So, she thought she was going to be well over 10,000. Well, last thing, people, you, you, it's easy to do. You yeah. think you're moving about a lot, mm-hmm. but you're maybe just moving not. from this wee bit to that wee bit. and. Aye. And that's what I'm saying, like, be active, because that's all you're doing. Then you're sitting in a car to drive home, then you yeah. sit at home. Yeah. Well, let's move more. All right. Metabolism. That's got to play a factor. Yeah. Um, depends on your muscle mass. The more muscle um, muscle mass you've got, the higher your metabolism will be. Yep. Which is why strength training and build, packing on some muscle is such a vital role. Yeah. In fat loss, because yep. if you can have two people that say weigh the same on the scales, both weigh, say, 100 kilos... If one of them is seventy percent of muscle, another one's only forty percent muscle. Yep. If you have them in an identical diet and lifestyle and everything, the one with more muscle mass will burn more weight. Yeah. Will have a faster metabolism. Yep. It's a more efficient machine. It's me. It's talking about me. Yeah. The metabolism of a hummingbird. Hum- um. What about age? Age plays a role as well. Yep. Um. 
as we get older, you will start to lose a bit of muscle mass. So yep. again, what we just spoke about there, that affected. Yep, <laughs> very old. <laughs> you will also because your body's kind of aging, slowing down a bit. You will require less calories. Yeah. So even the same if if you do a diet now, a diet just now. If you'd lose ten pounds, what will happen is, say for example, you're meant to be having two and a half thousand calories a day. Yeah. If you lose 10, 15 pounds, you now need to review your number because your calorie target because with your weight loss, your body's going to start to become more 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 efficient at what it's doing. Yep. So your actual calorie burn will become less again. Yep. So people go, oh, look at Aaron. Aaron can run a marathon and only burn about two, two and a half thousand calories. Yeah, it's, he's so good at it. He's Aye, just his super body, efficient. His body's efficient. Yeah. So he's not getting the same benefit he did when he first started running. Aye. If we ran a marathon... <laughs> 26,000 calories. We, 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 could, we could drive in our car and probably burn more calories, right? So, it's looking at constantly evaluating and going, right, I've leveled off here, right, I need to mix it up a little yeah. bit. All right, hold on, hold on. That da, brings da, me to da. my next point. Uh, hold on, I saw it a minute ago. Where is it? Chat amongst yourselves. La, 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 la. I did see it. I've got like three pages on here. Stop looking at porn. Oh, it's difficult so much, right? Um, where is it? Doing really well, isn't he, folks? I know. Man looks thing up on internet. Some riveting viewing. Uh, <laughs> for listeners. For listeners, I know. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, right, I can't find the exact thing, right? Um, I, there you go. I'm at my goal. Now what? So, like, what would he do ah. when you start to plateau then? The science of consequences. Ooh. Hello now. That's a really good. That's kind of, kind of just kind of two questions that kind of tie in, right? When to change a fitness program, and I'm at my goal now. What, right? Mm. They're both kind of the same. They are, yeah. Um, one is that you've you've hit your target. The other one is that you're no longer progressing. Yeah. So with your mm. with your with achieving your goal, what's that for? Sorry, just uh, the, I'm just reading the answer there. So the one that says when to change a fitness program, right? Um, and they reply when they become bored or their results plateau, right? Plateauing results, yes. Boredom, bored. I would say no. Suck it the fuck up, because you might still be seeing good results even if you don't particularly enjoy it. Yeah. I.e., me anything above ten reps, right? Yeah. I get bored doing that hundred rep bullshit you made me do last week after about eight reps, but I, I still know, did it now, and now. I still saw the results. <laughs> Aye. So but that's 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 down to the mentality of the person doing it as well, surely. Yeah. I kind of get it from the point the of view of if you're be, bored, you're less likely to put more into less it. Buy into it, yeah. But if you're if you're achieving, if you want a goal, if you want to graduate from university to become a doctor, you need to make sure you might be getting bored reading all your medical studies. Nah, you still need to do it. Just get it done. Yeah. What? Like, oh, um, you might be bored of saving two hundred pound off your pay packet every month mm. because it means you can't go out the weekends with your pals. But it allows you to go to Florida the next year with your wife and kid. Yeah. Do it. Like, think of the bigger picture where everything is based on this kind of short-term fix around. Nobody's yep. got a discipline in actual longevity <laughs> to actually keep going. You need to think about what you want. To, ah, what's what's that, more important? Yeah. If you if you have a goal that you want to get it to, then you have to just yeah. get on with it and do it. If you're mm. still seeing results, whether you like it or not, then just, if that's the goal you want to achieve, then 
just suck it up, get it done. Huh? If it's like, from, from my point of view, running bores me rigid, right? Oh, so I'm just not going to do it because I don't need to do it. Aye. Ask me to run for five minutes or ask me to paddleboard for six hours. I'll paddleboard yeah. six hours and I love it. Yeah. Not so much after long. <laughs> well, still, possibly yeah. not. But that way, if you want to, if you want to run a marathon, you're going to need to train for well, it. You've so you're going to need to go out yeah. and run. And eat, eat. again, if I, if I, for whatever reason, in a fit of insanity, signed up for a marathon, right? <laughs> <laughs> Never going to happen. Um, or even like a, t- a 10k, no, not 10k, you don't need to train for a 10k. Any chump can do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't, do you? You could, anyone could do a 10k. Pretty much, aye, because you can walk it. Aye, right? So, half marathon, even, right? If I signed up for a half marathon, right? I know I would need to go out and train it and do it. I would be bored and miserable yeah. every second of it. Mm-hmm. But if you know you need to go and do something, Aye. then you do it. If you want to get stronger or you want to put size on or whatever, like you making us do that high rep squat stuff, I hated it. I didn't enjoy it. It bored me senseless. But I can see the purpose in it yeah. to a degree. Uh-huh. So you just get on with it. Uh, and once it's done... You know there's value in it. Aye. The kind of science of consequences is that people think consequences on a nutshell, do you think people view them as a positive or a negative? Consequences, negative. Yeah. But if we, that, and again, that's the way we're bred to be, but consequences mean it's just a result of something happening. Yeah. So, you save money. The consequence of that is that you can now go on holiday. Yep. You pay your tax. The consequence is you don't go to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> Always <laughs> a bonus. Aye. The consequence but if you went to jail for tax evasion, think of all that time you've got to work out. Yeah. <laughs> The consequence of looking when you go across the road is you don't get hit by a bus. Aye. So consequence is just the kind of result of whatever it is you're doing, right? Now, if you have a goal in mind, and this hit me hard, that's when I started looking into it more. When I won the world back in fact last year, I came out and as soon as I walked off the platform, I've been aiming for that gold medal for six years. And I walked off the platform going, Oh. Yeah. What now? You hear you hear people like at elite sports level at that all the time, yeah. don't you? Like, who is their man, the Rowan guy, and all the rest of it? Oh, um, Matthew uh, Pinson, Redgrave, and all, aye, all that crowd, yeah. right? They win their fifth gold medal or whatever, and they're just like, oh, fucking miserable now. Can I do? Have you ever seen a documentary with Steve Redgrave when he's come back out to go for the final one? No. He's in his forties. He's he's trying to keep up with the young guys, and he's he's crying. He's actually interviewing him in the car. It's brutal watching. Right. It's amazing just to see again that's discipline yeah. he's in the car crying on the way to the road to the, the gym for the road or to the water right, stuff knows how punishing because gonna be. he's just going to be dying Jeez. and it's like I don't want to do this I can't do it oh man I hate it but because he set out a goal yep. do what needs to be done yep. The I think the key for me now is that as I approach a goal before you achieve it now I'm not saying you should take your eyes off the prize like kind of you see, you hear that in football that a lot of people say, "Oh, don't start thinking about the next match. Focus on this one." Because you, like, for example, you would never have imagined Celtic getting beat two 0 at the weekend there off Livingston. I imagine that all the time. Yes, I know you do. But <laughs> they could have been thinking that the next big match in Europe, for example, rather than focusing on Livingston. Yeah, yeah, it's easy done though. It's yeah, easy to say, "Don't think about yeah, it." But boxers do, you, do it. What do you do as soon as somebody tells you not to think about something? Think about it. Yeah. Um, don't think about me dancing naked. I think about that all the time as well. I know you do. So I think about that when I think about Celtic getting beat. (laughs) (laughs) You you, dancing a jig of triumph. Both get you very excited. (laughs) (laughs) But 
once you get close to a goal and you think, right, okay, I'm getting there, start planning what next. And for me, now I'm thinking about my training in terms of I want to explore other sports. I still want to do kettlebells, so, but I want to focus more on kind of general fitness. Yep. Because before I was kettlebell fit, but my strength and general condition wasn't where I wanted it to be. Mm. My movement wasn't up where I wanted it to be. So now that after the back injury, I want to think, right, it's like a bigger picture, look at more conditioning, look at different ways of training, the different ways of getting the same results. That If you can do two two different exercises, yep. both achieve the same result, but one leaves you feeling broken, miserable, down in the dumps, and the other one makes you feel alive, feels yeah. great and feels good in the body. It's a no-brainer. You hear the people, oh yeah, I want to get my cardio up, so I'm just going to, I'm going to run three, four times a week. Do you like running? No, I hate it. Aye. No, you, you. And again, there's a guy who posts, oh, I've done my recovery run, and he looks miserable. Yeah. Look, I've got that harness coming, strap a 10 kilo weight to it, walk up the campuses. By God, that's going to get the cardio going. It's got my legs, my glutes, my core, everything. Yeah. But I'm going to enjoy it, I think. See that now. <laughs> we'll see. This is making a good point here, right? Um, that once, if, in terms of reaching your goal, right? Let's say your goal is to get to a certain weight or get to a certain body composition or lift a certain weight. I know in the past we've been aiming to like do whatever weights, squat wise or bench wise. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> did that That was up? the loudest fart I've ever heard in my life. I just picked up in the mic, didn't I? Yes it did, you <laughs> clatty bastard. <sighs> you Deep actually breath. forced that out and uh, rattled across the chair. That's horrendous. Oh that was satisfying. Does that smell? It smells like success. It smells like no, no, no smell. Hold on, I feel I need to document this. Right, so yeah. back to my point. Yes. Why? So when you've when you've reached your goal, in a lot of cases, people will then back off and go back to like if you've been eating really clean to reach a certain oh, body composition, yeah. and you reach that, and you go, ah, oh, brilliant. Target achieved. Give like, me some pizza. Like or these twenty-eight day health challenges. Oh, I've I been know, eating not clean even, for not 20... even that, but um, that that definitely is a thing. But even just like I've been guilty of that in the past. And here, when you try and get like, oh, I'm going to do, a, I want to work up to like a max rep squat, a uh, max weight squat, or whatever else, and you get it. And then as soon as you've done it, you take a week off to relax, and you back off, and then your numbers drop back down again. Yeah. So you reach that one eighty or whatever it has yeah, to be. You can't and then, be in peak peak form all the time. Yeah, it's physically impossible. Um, at an elite level that you're looking at athletes will peak two or three times a year yep. maximum um, the idea is that you're looking at it kind of some people talk about if you're a professional athlete you should you should always be sitting about 90% Joe Blogs 80% yeah. what I mean by the 80 and the 90% rule is that you should always be for us we should be 80% of the way towards our goal. If we wanted to get back to doing our 160 and 180 back squats, yep. we should be about 80% there right now. Yeah. I think we wouldn't be far off, to be yeah. honest. Aye. The amount of stuff, the stuff we've been doing recently, certainly, we can't be too far yeah. away. And if we, we can test in a couple of weeks' time just to see, just to see where we're sitting at. Yeah. And it's that 80% rule of you should always be, you, you cannot stay in that peak performance all the time, but what you can do is you can be sitting at that 80% rule or that 80% level where you are able to focus on other areas. You can, I'm not saying relax off in your lifestyle, but if you want to have a, if you want, 
like, if we were off on Friday afternoon, the two of us wanted to go for a whiskey. Yeah. We can. Aye. It's not going to be detrimental to our overall goals. Yeah. If we want to have a night out with the wife and kids and stuff like that and have a pizza, you can have it, but not every single night. Yeah. Everything in moderation. And again, we're only 20% short of, right, we can, for the next six weeks, we could focus and build it up. Yeah. And get back there. That's where you want to be. You want to be at that. A lot of people say 90%, that's too much. Right. Unless you're an elite level athlete that's getting the proper recovery and nutrition, backing and stuff. But the rest of us have got everyday jobs, it's too much. But yeah. at 80%, you should always be up to that. Manageable. Set about that number. Um, kind of general thing I'm looking at just now, uh, and again, in mind of our training plan, is when you look at that kind of balance with fitness, Mm-hmm. In terms of if you've got like a three times body weight deadlift, but you can only back squat twenty five percent of your body weight, yeah, you've got a major imbalance there. Yeah. So in terms of like athletic balance, choice of better words is, and again Dan John talked about it. You should be able to bench press your body weight. You should be able to deadlift double your body weight. I can do that. I think maybe I, not maybe right I, now. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be in trip that we'll be, we'll be close. Um, your back squat, one and a half times body weight. Yeah. Shoulder press. Oh no. Yeah. And <laughs> Moving on. Next and question. Away, <laughs> as soon as you mention that, right? If you're if your first response is, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what does that tell you? Right. No. Right, just out of interest, then what should you be able to press? Um, people always say your body weight. Pressure body weight overhead would be cool, but realistically speaking, if you can do 75%, right? I think my biggest strict press was 75 kilos, maybe. Mm. So I weighed 90, so that's all right. Yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago, (laughs) (laughs) but it's finding that if you go, if you somebody mentions that kind of you've got your horizontal push pull. Uh Right, you've got a vertical push pull. So things like that. If I mention chin ups, which turns out in the next training plan there's going to be a decent amount of that. Smashing. Yep. And it's finding if looking at that kind of chin ups or pull ups? Both. Mm. It's looking at that balance of if somebody goes and you start to see them shrivel up and die in a corner. Yeah. Guarantee before you even give I uh, find out what weight they can lift, you can guarantee it's going to be it's not going to be as impressive as any of the other exercises and that's where you want to improve you want to be GPP is general physical preparedness you want to be generally fit in all areas that all it takes is about a dead, six week dedication to ramp up the numbers and off you go Yeah, and that's kind of where I want to be by start of next year for the pre- preparation of the worlds when I start we've got the Scottish qualifiers in the March for 24 for me it'll be in 24s I should only be six weeks out for being ready to qualify for that. Yeah. And then from there to the Worlds, I should only be another six weeks of really taking my numbers up to where I want to be to be, when I say competitive, no, 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 to win. <laughs> that's my mindset. That's really good. I'm not competitive. <laughs> it's, that's the way you kind of, you want to be, you almost want to be sitting up there. Yeah. If you have to say, oh, I'm going to take me nine months to peak. Aye, that's let yourself go time. too much. Yeah. That's the whole boxing thing, in it? Aye. Uh, Ricky Fatten style. Ricky Fatten. All right. Quick fire round. Are you PT? You get PT and a half ten. Yeah. Right. You get seven minutes. Right. Let's wrap this up. Quick fire round. 
Uh, well, I'll answer this one. Ooh. I've lost it. Where'd it go? <laughs> oh, shit. I've lost it again. Yeah. Working out with friends or family. Good idea? No. Because <laughs> your friends are assholes. <laughs> and your working, fam. Working out your own. And working out with fee? Uh, <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me the fear. Yeah. It gives trauma. me horrendous flashbacks, quite honestly. Traumat- trauma. In fairness, I was actually working out that day. I was just watching. <laughs> watching the trauma. Um, so, uh, yes, it is a good idea if you have decent mates, or even if your mates are assholes, it'll still make, make, motivate you to lift yeah. more, just to annoy them. You always want to... That's an interesting one. Who 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 should your training partner be? You should always train with a group that if it's fun, but not too much carry on that it takes away from the purpose of training. Yeah. You should train with a group of people that where you've all got for example, if you take you and me, mm-hmm. if we go max lift, you'll win. Yeah. If we go max reps, endurance wise kind of squat usually I'll kind of sometimes sneak that one yep so you find what someday you don't want to be if you were better than me at everything yep that would be great for me because I'll, I'm going to hunt that bastard down and beat him yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look how happy I was that time I got inclined bench uh, you never let me get the end of that no I'm still going on about it right if you but for you if you were better than me at absolutely everything yep it's nothing really pushing you that much yeah, yeah, you're just quite happy resting in your laurels, Aye. aren't you? If you're stuck, say for example, on a hundred kilo back squat week in, week out, and I've went from forty to fifty, fifty to sixty, sixty to seventy, seventy to eighty, when I start to get to about ninety, that'll be when you start to move but mm-hmm. that might be eight weeks away, whereas you've had eight weeks of not really having that motivation of to drive you. Yeah. Where that good a good training partner, like even yesterday when we were working on the incline bench, it was those last two reps. Yeah. Where the room was going dark. That's when you're like, right, oh, and in my head, I'm kind of looking at you going, shit, he managed it. And then I'd hit like rep six and I'm like, right, he got those two, you need to get those two. Yeah. And it was, it's that wee bit of kind of motivation and drive. Like when we done those power cleans that day as well, that wee bit. Of, <laughs> yeah, totally. Got, right, I need to do it. And it's that wee bit of motivation, you bounce off each other. So if yeah. I'm coming in feeling tired and shit, I'll feed off you. Oh, and definitely. If you're, if, I'm, if you're feeling crappy, you'll feed off me, for yeah. example. And that's the kind of training partner you want. Aye. Yeah, oh, definitely. I, it's, it's, it's important to surround yourself with kind of like-minded people and people who are going to push you and challenge you. Because again, weak-willed as I am, if I come in on my own and I'm not feeling it, you're just you're going to phone it in yeah. at best, or just do a Mikey and just turn around and leave. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Pick Whereas up car keys and go. if you've got that accountability of, oh well, Scott and Brian are going to be there. I need to go. Yeah. I need to get in and do it, whether I'm feeling it or not. Because then invariably, once you get there, you're fine, and you Aye. just get the chat going and all the rest of it, and you it's get through often, it. It's more often than not with a thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, exactly. It's just getting there, isn't it? Right, uh, so yes, have training partners if you want. It's generally quite good. But if you're motivated enough to train on your own, all power to you. Probably. Uh, cheat days? No. Yes or no? no? No. Cheat meal? Cheat meal. But again, if we're saying cheat, is that really the kind of mentality you want to be having towards your food? Why don't we just enjoy your food? Be a bit more relaxed. Or do you want a bit of dessert? Have it. But don't have... People, it used to be that oh, if you want a bit, of, if you're cutting for a competition, or cutting your weight, and you're kind of plan a cheap meal, it went from having dessert with your meal to now having a starter, a giant stuffed crust cheese feast pizza, yeah. <clears throat> to to dessert, to then having like loads of beer or, or wine after it, 
to then having munchies and Chris and Info and an Indian later on that yep. night. Then it turned into a full cheat day where they basically just gorged like two weeks worth of calories in a day. Yep. So, no. Cool. Right, okay. Right. Time is pressing. One sentence answers. What's the best way to lose fat? Calorie deficit. Calorie deficit, all right. That's the only way. Put less in than you're putting out. Uh, if I lift weights, will I get bigger muscles? No. <laughs> Why? Because you need to, if you're a female, and that's the one probably is what it's aimed at, that just because you're lifting, you've not got testosterone in your body for the main muscle, to create that muscle growth. Two, you might not be in a calorie surplus to actually create, to put on the mass. And uh, three, you might not be doing it right. So if you're working explosive without the kind of the proper contraction, you you might be working in power, but you're not actually going to get bigger. Yep. AKA my legs. <laughs> uh, okay, how do I get a flat stomach? Calorie deficit. Right. Um, crunches. Right. It's just setups is the answer, isn't it? If I can reach over there and punch <laughs> in the face, I would. Should I do cardio first or weight training first? We talked about this the other week. All depends on your goals, what's more important. Yep. Okay. Uh, but weights. Yeah, usually weights. Do I need to take dietary supplements? Nope. Try and get it through good solid food focus if on, possible. Focus on real food first. Yep, if you need to then top up your protein or whatever or whatever vitamins and minerals mm-hmm. then by all means yep. what is my target heart rate <sighs> mm, is, that, is that a long question uh, so my, no usually we'll look at different zones so you'll take 220 minus your age so if you're 40 years old that's exactly what it says 220 minus your age Jesus he knows what he's talking about people 220 minus your age gives you 180 that should be your maximum heart rate can you train higher than that yes if you do you will not die you may, you may not. <laughs> it depends on your level of experience. Fair play. Um, I've had mine well over 220 before. That was not a pleasurable experience. That does sound nasty. Um, depending what zones you're looking for, I mean, you can use all the kind of fat, uh, like the fat burning zone might be like kind of one, 110 to 120. Yep. You might be kind of proving your kind of CV, might be a little bit higher, then you've got that kind of anaerobic zone, maybe higher than that as well. So it depends on your age, your weight, obviously your sex as well. Yep. So, Cool, alright. One last one. What's the difference between weight machines and free weights? The weight machines do a lot of work for you, so they take over the role of the stabiliser muscle groups. So when you're, if you're doing, if you take bench press yep. on a machine as opposed to bench press with free weights, the free weights, you're using all the stabiliser muscles um, around the shoulder, the muscle around the elbow and stuff, whereas you're using with the machine it's doing all the work for you. Right. Not saying doing all the work, but you'll be able to lift more because it's in a fixed range of motion, so you just need to press. So long as you're pressing in any sort of direction, mm-hmm. that weight will move. Right. So what's the benefit machines in? Just isolating? It can isolate muscle groups. Personally speaking, for bodybuilding, mm-hmm. great for isolation work to yeah. really hone in particular muscle groups. Uh, also great for if somebody's coming back from an injury for, re- for rehabilitation purposes. Yep. Better for that. Cool. Um, see... If that's all you've got access to, better than nothing. Better than nothing, yeah. Yep. I know. Um, very briefly, we were went to where was it Tunbury for the night last year. I think it was like some fees dad's birthday or something like that. And uh, myself and Fee went down to the gym, and it was hotel gym full of machines. And uh, I just set up a wee kind of circuity right. type thing. Did a bunch of um, sort of eight to twelve on each thing a bunch of times. 
I was in bits the next few days. Yeah. <laughs> it was brutal. Because you can hammer it and really... Yeah. Mm. Oh, you could feel it at the time, oh, like just that absolute different. contraction. You Same could really focus on it. Eye. Yeah, but it's just it was interesting doing it just for that, that yeah, one sort of few times. on the particular muscle group yeah. rather than having the stabilise kick in. You know that if you're sit- sitting down to do an overhead press, you can push your back into the machine. Aye. So you can push horizontally to get to, to get a vertical force. Yeah. If you're standing with a barbell, I had a guy that could press 60 kilos for five sets of 10 right. on a machine. Aye. Couldn't overhead press a 20 kilo bar. Just different movement, different Aye. muscle groups. A lot of it takes out the core engagement as well. Yeah. All right, fair enough. There we go. Right, that's it. My brain is fried. Yeah, see, put you on the spot there. That was good. I'm going to go away and torture London. <laughs> hey, fun times. Yeah, baby. Right, if anyone has any other questions, let us know or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to holiday. I'm done. Um, so we'll be back in a fortnight. Yep. Have a nice time, everyone. Feel free to get in touch and say hello and whatnot. Aye. Uh, and we'll get some cool stuff lined up for after the break. Yeah. Christmas specials. Christmas specials. <laughs> so the two of us eating mince pies in here. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. On that note. Bye. Bye.